Welcome to When Marriage and Purpose Collide, the, the podcast. podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Cree Speaks Life. Hi, I'm DJ, co-host of this podcast. Hi, I'm Lucretia, co-host, and I am also a speaker, author, and purpose journey coach. I am passionate about helping single women of faith rediscover their purpose before the husband and blossom in their marriage. Why, you ask? Because there is purpose to attain, life worth living, and work needing to be done before inviting your future husband in your life. So I decided to bring my husband along to share a man's perspective. Men need encouragement and empowerment too. Hi, this is DJ. You're the host. If you're trying to figure out how to date with purpose, maybe you're single, desiring marriage, in a pause season, or even engaged, this podcast is what you need. Go sit back, enjoy the combo we have on a daily basis. Now on to the episode. All right. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. We back, we back for another episode of When Marriage. Oh, another episode of When Marriage <laughs> and Purpose <laughs> Collide. The podcast. <laughs> Oh, we ain't gonna get it right, but it's all right. Yeah, it's we're, gonna, all right. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make it work. We're gonna make it work today. It's but fine. listen, <laughs> yes, listen, we're so excited for it. We got a lot of first this this uh this podcast, this episode is gonna be amazing. Yep. We actually have a guest here that um we're gonna introduce to you all later, but it's phenomenal because it's our first guest we've had on our show since we started this year. Yes, yes. And, this year oh, oh. <laughs> first season and this one first season and this one yes because this is our second season so our first season and i'm really excited um and so we'll get we'll get into that later but as you all know if you've been watching for this season we started this segment called something interesting and yeah. i said we were going to end up later on in life we're going to put some like a little tagline or a little we voice still trying to figure it out. something interesting you know <laughs> Now you know. Oh, other hand. Now you know. There you go. And basically, it um, it's just whatever happened this week, whatever happened in our lives, news, whatever. So, babe, you want to go ahead and start us off on the something interesting? Well, not much happened this week, so we're gonna start off with the uh, movie we just watched and uh, what genres we like. What genre, a, genres you said? Yeah. Okay. okay. I didn't know that's what you said. Go ahead. So I'm a, a time travel action kind of guy, and she's drama, lovey-dovey. Uh, Some comedy. Comedy, comedy, romance. Married at first sight kind of person. Inspirational. So I found a movie that had both of them, and it was called uh, Needle in a Haystack? Was it? No, Time Stack. Needle in a Time Stack. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know. Have you seen Never it? heard of that. Okay. Is it new? <laughs> it came out last year i think uh either last year or 2020 okay yeah, yeah. okay yeah. it's crazy that we gotta say that yeah all right it's 2022 already <laughs> it's 2022 already um so basically it's about uh a couple mm -hmm. um is black people just want to let you know mm -hmm. and uh while they're over here lovey-dovey the world has this whole like new invention where they can go back in time called jaunting uh, yeah. basically they go back in time just to view the past mm -hmm. all the thing is you can you know change it if you want to mm -hmm. so the other guy her ex-husband ends up trying to attack them in the oh yeah yeah okay. and that way he goes back in time to try to change things so he could get her back mm -hmm. because he feels that he stole her from her mm -hmm. so this whole time he, the main guy he's all paranoid and i'm just gonna fast forward yeah basically he's all paranoid <laughs> uh dude gets his wife back or ex-wife the guy that he was the, yeah the guy that was married. he wakes up with the the best friend then he basically leaves her goes back in time becomes single because he messed up the timeline and then towards the end he ends up finding his wife again but it's supposed to be a whole love story but it was slow yeah it was, I mean, <laughs> it, it and it got me thinking, like, if we did have an opportunity to time travel back, you know. Yeah, actually, and, that, and that actually, would be the question. It was illegal, though. 
right? Wasn't illegal it was, or it was, was it was legal to go back. It was illegal to change to anything change. for personal gain, yeah, that's right, as that's far right. as like mm-hmm. you know trying to win the lotto or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. that's right, that's right. Which I still don't know how they will figure it out. You did that when you changed the time. <laughs> How are you supposed to know that? How are you supposed to know that? But anyway, it was just interesting to see that, um, you know, what you would do just to get fulfillment of the love. Like, because yeah. he was in his his new life and he was single, but he still felt like he was missing something. And so it wasn't until he went to the party where he saw his wife, like, from the time before the time travel happened, he saw her. Yeah, he didn't know it was her, but he saw her and was like, Oh my gosh. And you know, the then the movie kind of faded away. So it was a cliffhanger. It was a cliffhanger. So if it was a scale of one to ten, this movie was like I give it a six. You give it a six? Yeah. Oh, you like time travel though. I actually no, so... I, I I give it an eight because I realized uh she was an artist, the wife was. Oh yeah. I like so that part. what happened every time he I guess like it was like uh when he was with her, they'll show her art and it mm-hmm. kind of represent mm-hmm. what was going on at that time yeah. was between them so the first one was uh what was the first one the first what her first art was like a man and a woman right sure i don't remember I, i'm pretty sure it was a man and a woman and it was kind of like showing like they was like performing kind of like a, in a lovey way yeah yeah and then the other one was and you was like, why are there two men up there? I didn't know what was <laughs> happening. I was so thrown off. Well, there was two men doing like a live performance, yeah, a live performance art, but it looked so. like they was fighting. And yeah. that kind of represented the yeah. husband going against the ex. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that today. I was like, deep. <laughs> I did not see any of the deepness at all. Jewel. Like, nah, <laughs> I was too focused on the time travel. And then I thought about that. And then the yeah. third part was the man holding the, the little, uh, uh, like a see-through blanket on the beach but it was kind of like he was trying to hold on to something elegant and that was the him being single trying to find the wife you've been dating for a while now but you still feel a little uneasy about how you've both been communicating sometimes it feels off and you both aren't on the same page it's hard to be consistent You find it difficult to bring up hard and awkward conversations, and you feel like there hasn't been any true resolution to your conflict. So listen, I've been there. It's not that you aren't communicating. More than likely, it's the way you are communicating. Before DJ and I were married, we were told to communicate as a piece of advice. But how? So we developed a check-in system that helped us be vulnerable, open up, and build intimacy before marriage. Our new check-in cheat sheet, The Communication Game Changer, is available now at www.lucretiahaley.com. That's www.l-u-c-r-e-t-i-a-h-a-l-e-y.com. And it's just for $4.99. Change the way you communicate before and after you say, I do. Now on to the episode. Any of that out of this movie. (laughs) She, she didn't see this coming. Time travel is so <laughs> like time travel bends my mind when you uh-huh. think about it. It's like a little bit mind bending because if I travel back in time, mm-hmm. wouldn't just being there affect the timeline later? Because then they would, you know, like experience something or see something or shift something just by my presence there. Yeah. So it, it bends my mind a lot. And that's the part right there, just our presence. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. he, he traveled back in time, right when his best friend. And his other friend that he ended up was married to, whatever, mm-hmm. to tell him he should be married to her that's instead right. so mm-hmm. he can have the wife. But the thing is, when he got back, and that's a, every time you, you go through the whole jaunting thing, you forget mm-hmm. where, you know, what happened. So what happened? He, yeah. So he ended up being single the whole time mm-hmm. <laughs> when he came back. So, yeah, you could change something, but you, you ain't going to get what you want. You ain't going to get what you want. And that's the yeah. part. Yeah. That's so do you think he would do it if you had an opportunity to jaunt and tra- tame travel just like in and that's what I was, I was about to ask <laughs> I don't know like I don't want to mess with like I, it would be I don't know I don't know if, if it's just okay if not maybe to mess with anything but if I were to go back in time and visit like my see my grandmother or like I think that's, you know, that's what go, it was supposed to meant to be to yeah. you know go visit that moment not but to not interfere. to mess with it and not so, to mess with it yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah this isn't even my podcast and here i am asking questions no. oh no i'll look i was about to ask the same question i was about to ask how the uh the premise of the whole movie like if 
if there was like waves of wherever jaunting wherever it is that makes you forget your husband but somehow you could still have remnants of <laughs> would yeah. you go back in time to change time to be back with him i don't know <laughs> someone asked me a question like like somebody asked me a question before like would i go back in time i don't know i, I just think like I don't know. I think the way how things have mm-hmm. have been and the way how life has gone. Sure. I feel like every bit of it was important, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't want to go and shift anything just by being there, just mm-hmm. by someone seeing me that shouldn't see me in yeah. the past at a time that I shouldn't be. You know, like, yeah. I'm just thinking I would go and just my presence would throw the whole thing off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I wouldn't get to experience everything mm-hmm. that I have been through, the good of it, the bad of it. Yeah. 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 And, the, and so. that's the part. That's the kind of the part. I'm kind of like half and half with it, you know? So, but yeah, something interesting. <laughs> Sorry to drop that on you, but I was like, man, I've been thinking about that movie the whole time. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, that was there something interesting. Mm-hmm. So um, so y'all, I am so excited to bring with you someone who I, you know, first when I was, you know, looking through who wanted to be on the podcast, you know, she she put her name in and I was like, okay, there's a lot of people on there, but she stood out. Like I was like, oh, oh. And then I went and looked you up and I was like, she needs to be on the podcast. Like if anything, <laughs> oh, if anything, she needs to be on our podcast because this is a subject subject that needs to be talked about. It needs to be held. You know, like I said before, we deal with folks who are preparing for marriage, who are single in their single state, and who just want to be, you know, want to see what what it is. What do I need? to get there what what do I need to work on myself and so so first let me just go ahead and just say hey welcome everybody to for here today to our podcast is Jewel Maynard Roberts did I say that right hi yeah you're okay. fine <laughs> so I was like I want should I say Maynard like <laughs> hello hello everyone yes and so uh, I'm gonna read her bio because once I read her bio y'all gonna be like oh snap okay so we got a real one on this podcast today (laughs) a real one so um so we have here says jewel maynard roberts has a love for translating her quiet god-inspired journaling into multimedia messages using her giftings as a writer speaker and artist she has written and shared online devotional series for women via social media rescue me the lifeline of forgiveness is her first published book based on one of those series she is the founder of The Precious Project, an online resource for women aimed at helping women discover their identity, worth, and value. I'm here for that, okay? I am here for all of that. She also supports her husband in his role as a pastor in the Church of God, Barbados, and partners with him as co-founder for their community outreach foundation, the Rescue Foundation. Y'all give it up for Jewel! Hi. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> no problem. I'm really oh excited God. to be here. Yes, yes. And I'm so excited. Like your when I read the bio, I was like, man, we have to speak offline, you know, on this because it's so many things that I feel would yes. we both kind of have, you know, uh similar aspects to. And so I'm just grateful to have you here today. We're grateful. Sorry. Yes. I'm all in the zone. And then forgive me about we're not <laughs> we're grateful to have you. <laughs> So we're always um, this. You're our, you're our first guest, but what we're going to do um, as so anybody else who's listening later on, we have three questions that we ask our guest um, to the show to share about to share with you. And so the first question I want to get your thoughts on is marriage and purpose colliding. Really, what does that mean to you? We have our meaning, but really, what does that mean for you? Um, yeah, take us away. <laughs> You know, when I thought about that question, mm-hmm. what came to mind is that our ultimate purpose as people, as individuals, is to live a life in relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Our ultimate purpose is to worship God, to chase after him, to pursue him, mm-hmm. to desire him with all of our heart, our mind, our soul, with everything that we've got. So the first place that we have to start is our purpose is to find relationship with God before we pursue marriage, before we do anything else. That's our first 
point. That's that's the first place we come to. And then when we're in that relationship with him, it's a place of communion. It's a place of fellowship with God. It's a place of hearing from him. And he downloads to us those things that he wants us to do. He gives us those assignments. He says, this is how I want you to operate in the world. And he can give us insight before we are married as to what our purpose is. And I think we have to we have to find that out for ourselves mm-hmm. through that relationship with him before we even begin to think about marriage. That should be a part of our thinking. Mm-hmm. And as we enter into that marriage relationship, then we are continuing in that relationship with God, continuing to seek after him, continuing to hear from him as to how he wants us to function jointly as a couple, how he wants us to step out into the world, operate in the world and operate in purpose. So I think it all starts with the foundation of the relationship with God Mm -hmm. and making sure that we are in communion with him. We're in the secret place with him. We're fellowshipping with him, hearing from him and everything else flows out of that. That's how we will get that collision of marriage and purpose. Come on, collision of marriage and purpose. That's That's our book collision of <laughs> no and I, I i think you hit it on the head as far as being able to be in communion in that secret place with god and i think there, there's people that think of purpose and there's th- people that think of marriage but they don't think of the relationship with god mm-hmm. that's neat it's like that middle ground you know it's kind of like mm-hmm. on that journey it's like oh yeah i can yeah. do me all day what i want to mm-hmm. do each and every yeah. day you know yeah. what my plans are, what my goals mm-hmm. are. I'm going to keep doing me, but then they forget or they, which I was telling somebody yesterday is what we tend to do is we compartmentalize where God needs to be in our lives. So yes. it's time for when you're thinking about dating or marriage, what we yeah. tend to do is we just, oh, you know, God, you know, you don't need to be right there. Yeah. I got my finances in order though. <laughs> like, but purpose is everything. And it's yes. really purpose for yeah. everything in our life before yeah. that so i appreciate that answer yeah, yeah. i didn't know if you had anything oh no my, uh, mine is for uh, the men's side is uh we have to put god in front of us instead of beside us or behind us mm-hmm. when it comes yep. to you know bringing marriage in mm-hmm. too so if god's in front of us we can you know have him lead us show us so we mm-hmm. can lead our family too mm-hmm. instead of having him on the side of us thinking oh we we right here and then try to have your wife in the same no it's not gonna work mm-hmm. somebody's got to be in front of you and that's god mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there you go yeah yeah, yeah. completely agree <laughs> yeah it's like it's like a car you know like you sitting in the car seat and then you, you i get in you get in and then who's driving though you know like kind okay of yeah, yeah yeah like you gotta allow the control of god to kind of have yeah, it right. you're gonna put that car in neutral okay you always gotta go <laughs> go there the next question is um and this reason why i decided to have you on but you could tell us is what compelled you to join this conversation and on and this platform yeah i i really think that speaking to persons who are about to enter into marriage on the topic of forgiveness is so important Uh, forgiveness has so many levels which we'll probably get into in the conversation a bit later down but that whole topic of forgiveness is so crucial to them being able to function effectively not just in marriage but in life (laughs) unless it's something that we address as hard as forgiveness can be for us unless it is something that we address it can really inhibit how we function how we show up in the world And I think it's really crucial for those who are contemplating marriage, who are thinking about marriage, trying to get themselves straight and ready for marriage, to think about the topic of forgiveness, forgiveness of God, themselves, and others as well. Yes, I can't wait to jump in when we we get to jump in, because I'm I'm ready. Um, So the next question is, because I was going to say something, but that we're going to talk about. Um, What are your thoughts surrounding the current state of singles and dating nowadays? What, you know what, what, you, what you've been seeing now that i'm not a single <laughs> or dating i'm only getting like what i hear my friends say who are right. single uh-huh. so this is secondhand information but i'm hoping right. that <laughs> it's accurate Go ahead. but most of them are kind of like where are the men where are the good men where are the men that 
are chasing after God, where are the men that are seeking purpose? Yeah. Where are those guys? I think that's the challenge um, yeah. in Christian circles sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, in some church environments, you have more women than men. And I think yeah. that's a struggle, at least for the friends that, you know, the ladies that I interact with, mm-hmm. for a lot of them, that's been the struggle. Where, where are all these good Christian men who are really chasing God? Yeah. I think they're out there, but... Right. I don't know. They seem to that that seems to be a big struggle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got anything to say about that from the men's perspective? Or where the men at? <laughs> where uh, I, I just feel a lot a lot of them uh been hurt, so there's a certain way right now. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um even if it's hurt from church or hurt from relationship, they're yeah, um, you know, dealing with that internally. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's I think what you're saying is I think what you're saying is valid, especially where you're talking about um, hurt from the church and how the church connects with men. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes um, it doesn't connect with men as easily as it connects with women, depending on the structures, depending on um, the history of it and everything. So, yeah, there is definitely that issue. Yeah, yeah. And when the women I speak to, I always say that because it's the common thing, what you said is on point. The common thing is where are they at is to continue to still pray for the men out there. Yeah. Like I think sometimes we feel like that's to pay to pray is so grand because there's so many men out there. You're like, but but where's mine? Why I gotta pray for all men? But you should be praying for the men, the ones especially who are in the faith, the ones who are in church to be brought up to be leaders and to actually be a future husband, those who are desiring to be, that is, to be a future husband so that not only they can, you know, my friends, I know they can, but a friend of a friend, like, let's not be so selfish to where we can't pray for other people in our lives to also get their yes. husband, because when I'm blessed, yeah. you blessed, you know, so yeah, it's so yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I appreciate you for answering those questions. So listen, I want to know about the rescue foundation. I don't, I want to know where this came up about. Like first, I'm going to be honest with you. I first see the name. I was like, what are they rescuing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But I started reading, I was like, oh, I get it. I saw the yeah. logos and everything. I was like, I get it, y'all. Y'all have to check it out. We'll, we'll give her your um, we'll give you all the information she will share, but check it out. You'll see what I mean by it. But um, yes, tell us about the rescue foundation and where and how that started and sparked. Yeah. Oh, uh, definitely. So a while back, um my family and I we went through a lot of interesting experiences, a lot of tough experiences in a really short space of time. Um, it was pretty intense. We lost uh, about eight members of our family. Um, my son was born prematurely. Um, of those members of our family that passed, they included my dad and my husband's dad passed as well. Uh, we had job losses, car accidents, all kinds of things happen in a very short space of time. If I were to tell you the story, it would probably take up the whole interview. Oh, wow. so I won't go into the whole story. It's all in my book. Mm-hmm. But we went through a pretty rough time. And coming through that, going through that period and having to struggle and, and juggle with the emotional uh, fallout of that trauma all of those things that you go through and having to process all of them. And for me, I came to a point where I I didn't feel as though I had processed everything effectively. Mm-hmm. I came to a point where I felt the weight of all of it because all of these things happen over a period of a small amount of years and a short space of time. Mm-hmm. And it was like if everything sort of crashed mm-hmm. on top of me. Yeah. And it really was a crisis point for me. And that was where God began to show me my need to forgive him, forgive myself, forgive others, Mm -hmm. to help me address some of the trauma that I had been through, some of my experiences from the past, the distance past, as well as the more recent things that had occurred. Mm -hmm. And coming out of that, I wrote the book, Rescue Me, The Lifeline of Forgiveness, because that's how God does it with me. He's like, you need to work on this. So write a whole book about it. Okay. (laughs) man write a book about it I understand so (laughs) he led me to write this book and to go through a process of 
examining my own self, examining my position with him, my position in relation to others, my position in relation to myself, mm-hmm. and really coming to that place of healing and restoration as it related to everything that I had gone through. Wow. And then coming out of that in a time where we were praying, this was like the end of 2020, when we be, were really praying to God about purpose and about vision for the future. Because we were in the pandemic, 2020 was that pandemic year, all the shutdowns, everything shifting and changing. And you really wanted in that season to be in alignment with what God was doing. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to just doing things for the sake of doing it, you just really, really needed to be in that position of being where he wanted us to be. And we spent some time praying, really praying about that. And God downloaded that he wanted us to start a social enterprise called the Rescue Foundation. And what it would do is to provide crisis support to our community by enhancing food security on the one hand, and then on the other hand, access to interventions that help to promote mental and emotional wellness for individuals. Mm -hmm. So that's the mission of the Rescue Foundation and what it seeks to do. Um, It's still pretty young. We were incorporated just this year, earlier this year. So we're now rolling out our first program which is a uh, a pop-up shop oh it's a food assistance pop-up shop so the idea is that we provide for persons who qualify for the access based on their situation we provide access to a shop that will have a combination of free and low-cost items that those individuals can come in and be able to help reduce their grocery cost, (laughs) help increase their food security, help them to take care of their families in a a less expensive way. The cost of living in Barbados has escalated uh, since the COVID situation, since the start of the war in Ukraine and so on. So it's really tough for a lot of people and we're trying our best to present something that will help our community and help them access that need, that support that they need in times of crisis so that's what it's all about and that's our first project that we have actually our first pop-up shop is going to be saturday coming oh really (laughs) yeah congratulations on getting that started like i know and i and wow that is a i mean a handful of information as far as your story of loss and restoration Mm -hmm. and then coming to you know and this was before 2020 right all the all the coming into yeah before and coming into 2020 yeah okay and coming into 20 and then to have 2020 okay (laughs) you know come and then it's like wreck with us Mm -hmm. all of us our minds and everything and then to come out and birth something new which is all about in your purpose and all what you're doing and I and I'm so thankful for for I'm so thankful for what God was doing because I don't think a lot of people knew how big it was and to see mm-hmm. the light at the end of the tunnel with this. Yes. Like it was so, yes, I real. felt like it was such a dark place for us. Yeah. A lot of us. And we were shown for me, I should say for me, I was shown so much about myself during that season. Yes. You know, definitely. During the pandemic. And so, um, and that's when I wrote my book and was able to, you know, get that. Wow. And so I think it was a season where we were, we were just sat there like, no, sit down. Sit down. The people everybody down. sit down. Everybody Pretty much that's what God was like. Everybody just sit down for me. <laughs> sit down. Sit down. I, I, I need your attention. <laughs> yes, I need your attention. And yeah. to see that this was birthed out of all of from your pain, from your loss, and then also yes. just from what God wanted to do, and to see the impact you're making in the community. Like that's amazing. That's amazing. And I I applaud you all for uh doing that out there where you are because it's needed. There's a need, and I and I feel like what it is is once you see the need and it's a pull and it's a tug, that's when you kind of make that move. You know, a lot of people are like, yeah, can I, definitely. should I, how do I know if it's been pulling, tugging on you and the Holy Spirit has been like knocking at your door yeah. or what you can do, God will provide the resources to it's get it true. going. So, and you have to run. And when he says run, you have to get up and go. Cause for this, he said, run, he said, run, oh, just do it. <laughs> you know, I, we did ask a lot of those questions like, Lord, how are we going to do this? You know, but yeah, just so run. we ran with it and mm. That's good. This is where we are now. So making progress. (laughs) Yeah. I I can't wait to see the goodness that's coming out of that so that we can see how well it does for your people, for the people out there. 
All right. And so you kind of answered this in the beginning, but um, you could probably go more in depth with it here. It says, um, you know, the question is, as we seek to encourage or prepare men, women in their single season, right? Like we want to make sure that <clears throat> like you talked about alignment and that they're aligned with God, that they're in community with their communion with God, you know, how important is forgiveness and healing? Like, I feel like we're in a state to where people are now getting to the part where they're like, I need therapy or I need to go to therapy or I need to get mm -hmm. this healing thing. But I still feel mm -hmm. there's a, still a core group of people who are still like, I don't need that. I, I'm good. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with me. Go play something else. Yeah. So how important is this forgiveness and healing that we're, that you're going to talk about? I think it's, it's crucially, crucially important. It's tremendously important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's important for everyone, even the people who believe that nothing is wrong with them, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, because there's so much trauma that is hidden. Mm -hmm. There's stuff you don't even know that you are dealing with, that you're dealing with. <laughs> um, because sometimes because we aren't crying, we aren't in tears, we aren't um, breaking down or falling apart we believe we're good and we can function but a lot of the times there's so much hidden trauma there's so much that has happened in our past that has not yet been addressed mm -hmm. or hasn't been addressed appropriately and we need to come to a position of dealing with all of those things so that we can function more effectively in the world mm -hmm. and when we think about forgiveness forgiveness has there's so many layers to it that will help us to prepare for marriage. Ooh, come on, so, layers. Let's go. Layers. There are layers to forgiveness. <laughs> layers. So many layers. So yeah. first of all, we talk about the forgiveness of God. Mm. And we don't really say that God needs forgiveness because he's perfect. God is perfect. Everything he does is right. So he doesn't need forgiveness, but we need to address our heart position towards God because if our heart position isn't right towards him, sure. then that purpose relationship that we talked about in the beginning mm -hmm. about needing to have relationship with God communion with God that goes underneath and is the foundation of everything that we do marriage and otherwise mm -hmm. if that relationship isn't right then that will impact mm -hmm. our marriage that will impact mm -hmm. our lives mm -hmm. in general completely so there is it's so important for us to make sure that we come to a position of forgiving God. And that has to do with dealing with all of those disappointments, mm -hmm. all the things that didn't work out, mm -hmm. all the things you prayed for that never happened. And you were vexed with God and you were like, Lord, why didn't you, why didn't you bring this through? Why didn't this come through? Why didn't this happen for me? You know, mm -hmm. um, in my own life, I had to deal with the unforgiveness towards God as it related to my son's diagnosis with autism mm -hmm. and, I prayed about that and I didn't see the healing come and that upset me. I was like, God, have you forgotten me? Have you, have I done something wrong? What did I do to deserve this? And for many of us, even as we navigate that single season and we're looking to get into marriage and so on, we may be in a position of feeling like God has forgotten us or forsaken us. God, where's my partner that I prayed for every sense? Why hasn't he shown up yeah, <laughs> or yeah. she turned up? You yeah. can be with him about that but if we don't address that relationship with god and if we don't turn our eyes towards him and desire him more than anything else sure. that aspect of forgiveness can turn around and impact negatively yeah. the steps that we're trying to take and the, the relationship that we're trying to build with that potential spouse or yeah. that husband that wife so that's crucially important yeah um go ahead keep going i had a question i was going to throw at you go ahead yeah, so I was I was just gonna say that in addition to that, then there's also the layer of forgiving yourself. Mm. And that in itself has is multi-layered as well, because that self-forgiveness impacts your sense of identity. Mm -hmm. If you don't forgive yourself for some of the things that have happened in your past, the things that you've done, that in a sense is a way of identifying yourself with that previous version of you. Mm and not reconciling with the version that God is creating. So every time you every time you sit and you dwell in your self-judgment, every time you sit and you dwell in your unforgiveness towards yourself, every time you live in that regret and that shame and that hurt about what you did, mm -hmm. 
you are reminding yourself and reinforcing the version of you that did all of that and not the version of you that God is creating. So there's a huge identity issue when you don't forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you're not clear about who you are, you're also sometimes not clear about your worth. Yeah. You're not clear about your value. You're not clear about your importance or your significance mm-hmm. because you haven't dealt with the root of unforgiveness towards you on the inside of you. Wow. And when you address that, that helps you to have clarity about the identity that God is calling you to walk in. It helps you to accept who God says that you are. Mm-hmm. And because you accept who God says that you are, you are now able to function knowing that I am worthy. I am valuable. I do not need to act. There are certain things that I will not accept because I know who I am. My identity is straight right yeah. so that's that's usually important before you enter into marriage or consider marriage to know what your identity is to know who you are mm-hmm. and that self-forgiveness connects with that identity mm-hmm. and then it also connects for us in the area of how we operate and function in the relationship within itself because one of the things that god brought down for me mm-hmm. <laughs> which was hard to hear, but was so true was that, because this was a big issue for me, this issue of self-forgiveness. And one of the things that he brought down for me was that when you don't forgive yourself, very often you walk into relationships anticipating that you will not be forgiven. Ooh. You walk into relationships anticipating that you're going to be judged, anticipating that you're going to be punished. So when you do something wrong sure yeah that maybe reminds you of the person you were before or what you did before if you fail that partner in some way Mm -hmm. you may withdraw you may step back you may not fight as much as you would to maintain that relationship or to bring healing in that relationship because in your mind you're thinking i don't deserve to be forgiven Mm. I deserve punishment. I deserve judgment. Yeah. yeah. And that for me was an issue because for me, I thought in some instances, I anticipated judgment. Yeah. In some instances, I anticipated it where it didn't even exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the forgiveness was there, but I couldn't accept it because I thought I didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Wow. But so it's so layered. There's there's so much to it. And then we also have to forgive others, which takes us back to thinking ab- about some of our insecurities, mm-hmm. some of our self-doubt. Mm-hmm. A lot of these things, we may be walking around feeling fine. Nobody's hurt us recently. We're not crying tears. We're not broken apart about any major incident. But years ago, when you were a kid, somebody said something to you that caused a trauma that now shows up in your life mm-hmm. and the way you act and the way you present yourself. And until you are able to see that root and forgive that person mm-hmm. and identify that this is causing me to show up in the way I show up right now, mm-hmm. then <laughs> that continues to be an issue. Yeah. So we have to really be able to peel back the layers of ourselves, mm-hmm. open ourselves to God, ask him to show us, Lord, Where are the things that I've been through? Where are the areas that I need to forgive somebody? You know, there there, there are a few traumas I talk about in my book about some of my experiences of of the past Mm -hmm. that led me to be in a position of insecurity, that led me to be in a position of Mm self-doubt, that led me to be in a position of questioning my own worth. And until I could go back Mm -hmm. and peel back those layers and deal with those things and forgive those people, I still would struggle to move past that insecurity, that self-doubt, all of that. So there's so much to it. Yeah. (laughs) I could talk about this forever. And it's (laughs) good. And it is so critically important that we we take that introspective look and that we invite God into the process Mm -hmm. and that we say, God, show me where, where I need to forgive all the layers, you, me, others, wherever it shows up, show me. That is so good. I like how you wrapped it up to where it's telling folks like now that you know the areas of where God, myself and others, 
show me God. Like, what what do I need? What's in yeah. myself? You know, yeah. I was uh, speaking to, you know, and usually I speak to a, a lot of women who I, uh, you know, potentially can coach and are, I do coach and they do talk about often, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what's going on? And how do I get to know me better? And it's more so tapping back into you. Like, when is the last time you asked God to really seep down inside of you and pull out those wrong things? You know, pull out mm-hmm. everything that because we could we could go all day on the stuff that yeah. surface about us. Okay, I don't yeah. like the way I put my makeup on. Okay, good. I don't like the way I did this or whatever it may be. That's surface. But you gotta yeah. dig deeper into yep. that thing. <laughs> and especially, especially before you even enter into a relationship. We could talk about dating, we could talk about marriage, but even just the thought of just going back out there. You, mm-hmm. you, got, you got people who are saying, I want to date with intention. I want to date with purpose, but how can you be intentional if you're not intentionally doing what deal with you? Precisely. And you yeah. have to intentionally seek that healing so that when that mate comes along, you've mm-hmm. prepared yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've prepared, you've got him ready, right? Yeah. And I, I think when you said even the first about, um, about forgiving God, like, you know, like just forgiving, forgiving, like that's huge because a lot of people, and you might've experienced it yourself. I'm, we're dealing with a, a day and age where I'm seeing a lot of people <clears throat> leave the faith, leave church. Um, yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> leave the faith. And, and in some cases I'm meeting Christians who are just wavering, who are kind mm-hmm. of testing the waters, who they say, I'm still a Christian, but I don't know. I, I want to do, you know, I want to still live my life, but I'm still going to church whenever I want to. I'm a, I'm a community thing. Eh, I don't know about all that, but it's wavering because of, and it all goes back to from what I'm hearing is the relationship. You know, yeah. something there is blocking you from allowing God to rescue you. Exactly. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, and you are worthy to be rescued. You know, no matter where you are, no matter what shame or whatever it is, you're worthy to be rescued. And I think what happens is it's the humility, it's the pride that steps in because I don't got to be, I could do this. Mm -hmm. I got it together. I got it together. (laughs) Let me just go ahead and read this book and I'm good. It could be some other book out there off the shelf. Let me go speak to someone who's, who knows, who knows me more or whatever, when you really just got to just sit at the feet of, of, of our father. Of Jesus, exactly. Yeah. Because he has all the answers. Yeah. And in the first, I think it's the first few chapters of my book, I actually invite the readers to go through a process where we examine ourselves first. Ooh, because come on. a lot of the times when we think about forgiveness, our first thought is, who did me wrong that I need to forgive? I got a grudge, right? That's the first thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's our first thought. But mm-hmm. in this book, I invite people to sit first and to think about where we have gone wrong to do our own self-examination. Because if we recognize that we need forgiveness from God to begin with, that then helps us to address sure. the forgiveness to everyone else. Sure, sure. All right, good. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I can keep talking. I know. You got to cut me, cut me off. <laughs> uh, it, it might be profound. It might be far left. Who knows? But anyway, um, <laughs> so I, I'm I'm going to step back. I'll, I'll come back around. So when I read your bio, what caught my eye was the fact that you put that you was rescued. Yes, for sure. I was like, I was like where was she rescued from? And you know, hearing what you were saying, <laughs> it now this this is far left part it reminded me back to the movie we were just talking about (laughs) the only reason i say that is the art part of it Mm -hmm. how us as you know just human beings we always put a timeline on that certain time span of you know our lives like our young age teenage Mm -hmm. adult years you know we always put like a little time block in there and we either forget about it or we just you know, we stuck to it, but it, it kind of brings up the, like a, if it was art, mm-hmm. what would that look like? Mm-hmm. And I was in there thinking if it was like a blank canvas, it wouldn't be white. It would be all black mm-hmm. because of all the despair and everything you went through. Mm-hmm. And in that you're thinking, I was, okay, so you know it's supposed to be white. The God, God's supposed to be on that side, and then black kind of represents evil, mm-hmm. uh, just all the wrongdoings, uh, unforgiveness, all that. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking God's not in that, but He's been there the whole time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And once you found a way to not only forgive yourself, but forgive him, a light opened up mm-hmm. in that darkness. Wow. Yes. But not only did you find that, it kind of put a spotlight on other things you need to forgive in order to get out of that darkness. But instead of you just forgetting it, like everybody forgets the time span, you start opening up doors for everybody else, especially what you're doing with the book. Sorry, mm-hmm. excuse me. So now you're reaching back and trying to help people get out of their darkness, mm-hmm. trying to show them spotlights of yeah. what you know they need to forgive or what they need to get through in order to get out of there. Sure. But the thing is, you're showing how God showed you by forgiving him. So now you're trying to basically use the tools that he just gave you mm-hmm. to yes. you know, show other people. That's yeah. And that's how and that's how that's it's definitely it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was thinking that the whole time. I was no, like, that's okay. good. <laughs> I hear more. Like, right. And it's amazing because it just shows us how good God is yes. and how he turns things around for his glory in spite of how bad and how dark and how hard it might be. Mm-hmm. And we, we go through things in life sometimes that we wish maybe, you know, sometimes you might wish, I wish that never happened. That's, you know, but I found, time. like I was saying before, I found that having gone through everything, mm-hmm. I might think that for a moment, but then mm-hmm. I say, no, I, I am glad that even though it, hurt even though it was tough even though things I, I might have desired a different outcome or a different way of things happening in the end it's given birth to something that can help somebody else in the end yeah. it's given birth to something that can save somebody else's situation yeah. their life turn their life around you know so I think that there is so much beauty that canvas that you were talking about there's so much beauty even in those dark spots because yeah. God, he's, he's, and he's there the whole time that like you said, mm-hmm. he's there the whole time with us. <laughs> yeah. And he was with me the whole time in this whole situation um, and everything that I went through, he was with me. And I really believe that he had purpose in all of it. Mm-hmm. Purpose was in and underlying all of all that I went through. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and that's key. And I think that's where, where to come back to those who are in the dark spaces who mm-hmm. are thinking about leaving the faith or leaving whatever because of the what was done to them like they yes. did me this way like I don't yeah. know this or I, wh- where is God I don't I don't even yes. know where it is like why do I believe in God why do I believe in Jesus is it really yeah. like all these things come up because of what you allow to kind of come in but you know a lot of times just saying God I doubt right now I'm I'm just insecure I don't mm-hmm. even know what mm-hmm. what to do. Like, I think sometimes we feel like we can't just have a true, genuine conversation, conversation with God. Yeah. We just, we yeah, think I talk to... about that too. Oh, do <laughs> In the book. Yeah. Okay. I do talk about that. And I talk Good. about the fact that um, he desires a contrite heart. You know, if we, if we open ourselves to him and we let him see those broken pieces of us, mm-hmm. he will do the work. Sometimes we hide certain things away from God. It's yeah. like, we think that it's too much for him or he can't handle our anger. We think he can't handle our pain. He can't handle our disappointment. Yeah. Or we may feel embarrassed to admit that that's how we feel towards yeah. God. So we never bring it up in prayer. We never mention it to anyone to help us get through. Yeah. But if we open those things up to him, mm-hmm. he can begin the healing work. But we have to we have to open ourselves. We have to allow him to do that work. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. And And... <laughs> You mentioned something earlier about the trust. Um, and I believe it's something you said you dealt with yourself with self-identity um within your marriage. And like a lot of times we don't recognize, like, I know for me and myself, there's a lot of things that I wish I should have worked on. Like I didn't know to work on it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, until I be got, got married. I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I should have um yeah, yeah. <laughs> oops, you're like kind yeah. of like, but because I didn't now I that's and this is the reason why I love coaching women now in their season and men who listen to us you know because um I know what I didn't get and what I needed and where my heart should have been before so that our first year not that it was rough like so so rough to where it was just like I didn't know me and I didn't know the level of me and I was still evolving and I had to go back to the past again you know I had to go back to oh why am I feeling oh yeah you know (laughs) 
And so, and I talk about it on the, on our last season, but, um, I just, I went through therapy. Um, I, well, I'm still going through therapy, but this year is when I started or last year is when I started, Mm -hmm. but it's some things that she brought up to me that I was like, oh my gosh, you know, Mm -hmm. like, oh my goodness, (laughs) that was before we even was a thing. Yeah. It was some stuff that was still that I had to really dig up in myself and so it's so important to do that now to ask those rough questions and ask those hard questions to yourself you know you know and to god and to be like god what 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 do you need for me to be like yes. you said am i am, am i truly do have i forgive given you forgiven myself and in some parts i didn't you know in some parts i, I didn't and i didn't forgive others and so it came up later but now, I mean, it's still a a, a process. It's, it's not an easy process, you know. Mm-hmm. It's still a process, and I know we talked about it before. Even um, in your case, with some of the stuff you got going on, you know, with forgiveness, like it's just a lot that we didn't know until later. And now we're both working with it together. Like I'm, yeah. I'm saying, I'm seeing mm-hmm. some things in him, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe some forgiveness stuff in there. Oh, you think? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, marriage tends to do that. Marriage has this way of showing you yourself in the mirror, mm-hmm. and then you're like, ah, oh, didn't know that part of me but right. thanks for letting me know you know so yeah. yeah it does tend to do that yeah and it's not saying that you have to and I think sometimes they're like oh so I gotta be fully perfect you know before like mm-hmm. so when I do the forgiveness that means I'm just totally forget everything like it's still a process you know Definitely. And like we're continuously you know like we have to do that like that's the that's why there's new mercies every day that's why yes. we have to keep because yes. yes. we just our minds just be out here and we it's so true it's so so true they, they definitely we need those new mercies because mm-hmm. uh, it's a process this is a this whole forgiveness thing all of the elements of it the self god others mm-hmm. it is a continual process and the thing is that life continues to happen things continue oh, to yeah. happen people continue to hurt you sure. you continue sometimes to make mistakes and get things wrong and sure. So we have to continually be in that position of seeing God, show me where I need to forgive, show me where I need to address this so that it doesn't remain as an issue within us. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 that's so good. So that's good. So um, have you kind of, uh, you kind of touched on it already was um, I, I was listening to your 14 day forgiveness fast it was so amazing. okay First of all, you did uh, i was listening to the video i'm like i was almost binge watching like really <laughs> so good but you talked about the forgiveness of self and when we want to sustain longevity access growth yeah. and progress we need to overcome unforgiveness and to see the transformation and I and we kind of touched on it a little bit but it's like what strategy would you give our listeners like right now they're listening to you and they're like mm-hmm. okay I want to start this journey practically mm-hmm. how would someone start today um to say you know I want to start this journey of course getting your book to rescue them but also like where can they, <laughs> they're sitting there like okay sure. I, I know there's something inside of me like how do I do this she's doing so like, I don't know how to do this so how where should they start where would you tell them yeah I think a part of the answer to the the question is in the question itself, which is that word strategy. Okay. Because strategy is is something that I've been really pondering on over the last maybe year or two. Oh, okay. And the fact that so often in our Christian walk, we receive word, we hear the word, we read the word, but then sometimes we don't implement strategy to help us apply the word to our lives and actually do what it says (laughs) so then we find ourselves getting stuck in cycles and staying in the same place and revisiting the same issue over and over again not seeing the growth that we want not seeing the progress because although we know what we need to do we haven't implemented a strategy and that word strategy for me is key to how we get the transformation and how we get to that point of change. Mm. And uh, the first thing that came to mind was definitely we have to start with the, again, the relationship with God, getting in the right place with him, making sure that we're hearing from him, first of all, because he is going to be the one to direct and guide and tell us like, just like you were just saying, God, 
what are those things in me that I need to deal with? What are those issues that I have? Can you show me? Can you explain? Can you open these things to me and tell me why and how it came to be this way? And we will find that God will speak Mm -hmm. and he will show us those areas that we need to work on and address. But in addition to that, we have to also do some work ourselves. So we have to be doing things like you just mentioned therapy. Sometimes we need to go to therapy to unfold some of the mysteries of why we are the way we are (laughs) and some of those past traumas that we even forgot about that have affected the way how we are functioning right now some of those things we need to talk through with a therapist or a licensed counselor to process and to really address those issues so I think that therapy is an important part of our strategy there and then we also have to be really intentional Mm. I think we have to be really, really intentional. Uh, and when I say intentional, I mean doing a self-check. Okay. Continually yep. self-checking ourselves, checking right. our thoughts. What are we thinking about ourselves, about others around us? Yeah. Continually checking our intentions. Why are we doing what we are doing? Continually checking our behavior, what those things are. Um, we have to be continually checking ourselves when we interact with an opportunity or a situation how do we respond do we just respond instantly or do we give ourselves a check and say all right let me let me check myself first because I don't want to respond out of my trauma Mm -hmm. I don't want to respond out of my hurt I don't want to respond out of my insecurity out of my shame out of my regret that's not how I want to respond I want to respond as a healed person so I think we have to check ourselves sometimes I say, okay, this is a situation where I might respond in my hurt, but I need not to do that here. Let me do the opposite. And then I think we also have to commit to the process. Just like you mentioned earlier, it is a process. It's not overnight. I'm still working on forgiveness in some areas, even though I've written a book on it. You know, it's like, it's a continual thing. You're always working on it. You're always trying to improve and to get better. And I think we really have to be strategic and say to ourselves, this is what I'm going to commit to do. I'm going to commit to go to therapy. I'm going to commit to checking myself. I'm going to commit to the process of it all. And I think that that will help us to achieve that transformation. Oh, wow. That's good. I think you gave us some nuggets that you blessed me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, us. (laughs) Yeah, you blessed us. I'm here too. I know. (laughs) I may be quiet, but I'm here. (laughs) You You came out with that one, that canvas. Hey. hey um yeah you bless us so much so listen so how can people get connected with you what you're doing is there okay. any offers you have for our listeners um sure. yeah let us know so first of all i have a freebie for everybody that's listening so my book called rescue me the lifeline of forgiveness when i launched it in march of this year i did an event called the forgiveness fast so it was an online 14 day time of prayer and fasting mm-hmm. and uh, it's still available. There is a PDF that you can download and you can follow that every day and you can also access those videos. Mm -hmm. So you just go to www.therescuelifeline.com and there is a tab called the forgiveness fast. You click on that, you put in your email and you get the PDF download as well as the list of all the videos and the links to all those videos that you can go back and access. So that forgiveness fast is based on the book. And the book is available on Amazon for anyone who is interested in purchasing a copy. It's available there on Amazon and there are links to the book and everything on our website. And um, in terms of my ministry to women, if you're interested in looking at The Precious Project, it's The Precious Project BB on Instagram and Facebook as well. So you can check me out there and you can reach out. That is amazing. I like it. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't wait to tap in and to get that. And, and yes, y'all go get it. Like, like we just talked about the practical steps of how you can start this journey of forgiveness. If you're like, I don't know, like she just gave you the, the 14th day. She gave me the strategy. <laughs> yes. the, whole, the start off of the strategy that you can start applying today, okay, in your life to get this forgiveness journey and healing 
at least started for your life, right? And then go ahead and get the book and accompany uh, that with you with yourself so that you can continue your journey of forgiveness. So I just thank you so much, Jewel. You're welcome. Thank you. This has been this was great. awesome. Yes, right. this is great. We have fun. First yes, guest. Woo -woo. Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all, y'all be great. Y'all be grand. Y'all be blessed. We'll be back for another episode. Oh. See y'all. See, see y'all later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to When Marriage and Purpose Collide. We hope you've enjoyed our conversation. So, hey, this is Lucretia, speaker, author, and purpose journey coach. And I am passionate about helping single women rediscover their purpose before the husband and blossom in their marriage. If you are seeking accountability in your single season or just want to prepare for marriage and you need a little push, I can help. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Lucretia M. Haley. That's L-U-C-R-E-T-I-A-M Haley. If you've enjoyed the episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. Thanks again, and we will see you next time.